It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Flames, and I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have plenty to talk about as the first big shoe drops as camps open tomorrow, and we've got plenty more to talk about here on Locked On Flames. Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everyone, or welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and we're we're back. Uh, camps open up tomorrow, and... Sean Monahan will be ready to go. We have so much to talk about today, and I'm so happy that you have decided to join me. But first, you know, we do have to talk about something that's a little bit bigger and a little bit more important than the Calgary Flames. I know, there, there's something bigger than the Calgary Flames. I'm sorry. Kirill Kaprizov has signed, re-signed with the Minnesota Wild, and this was six whole months of contract negotiations okay so for those of you who think it just happens like you know those short three months in the off season and you know it happens here happens there uh phone calls happen emails are sent it's casual uh six months is a very long time and i just have to give it to bill Guerin for negotiating this contract down to nine million dollars and that's a pretty penny. That is very much a pretty penny. And personally, I don't think that (laughs) one year, uh, one solid year in the NHL is worth 9 million. But again, I'm who, who am I to make these decisions? I think that this is fantastic for the Minnesota wild. They finally have something to build around. They finally have something that really makes them a contender and potentially, gives them that edge to, you know, finally not just be that wild card team. You know, they could actually be a top three team in their division. And I was looking at the uh, central division earlier today for uh, research or I was doing something. I forget exactly what it was for, but I was looking at it and I texted my good pal, Nick. And I said, other than the avalanche, what what does the Central Division have going for them? And he said, well, nothing. It, Minnesota has an asterisk next to it unless, you know, they re-sign Kirill. And they did. <laughs> and I just, I, oh, my goodness. I could, they're, they're going to be in cap hell, okay? They are going to be in cap hell. I hate to say it, but kind of all know that it's true. And between the buyouts that they had, uh you know, committed to earlier this off season to, and now $9 million. But we do have to remember that $9 million over the next five years, um, that's kind of like what it's projected to be. It's a $45 million contract. Okay. But because of how payroll for the NHL works and how uh, uh, escrow happens and all these things because of COVID, 
it is a little bit wonky. I I don't know the figures, like the exact figures, but I know I'm sure it'll be on Cap Friendly or one of our trusted sources will tweet it out, but the exact contract breakdown. But years four and five have a no trade clause. And I don't think you're going to be able to trade a contract like that regardless. So, I mean, <laughs> we'll just have to see. The Western Conference definitely just got a little, uh, little bit tougher. And I don't think that this is going to be a one-off talented year for Kaprizov by any means. I think that he's a very talented player. And this is something that Minnesota fans should be looking forward to. This is this is huge. And I am so excited to really get to watch them play, watch, you know, watch this team finally be competitors. It'll be it'll be something. <laughs> that's for sure. But coming up next, we are going to talk about what this means for the Flames. And I know you're probably wondering how does this contract with this 24-year-old Calder Trophy winner, what what does that have to do with the Flames? Well, don't worry, because I've got you covered. <laughs> but first, let me talk to you about Rock Auto. We talk about Rock Auto all the time on this, on this show. And if you listen to other shows on the network, then you know. You know how much Rock Auto is uh, appreciated here. And I actually was able to refer a friend to Rock Auto because she was having issues with her battery and other parts, uh, her blinkers, her headlights were going. So I said, hey, instead of going to Sam's Club up the road, place an order on rockauto.com and like tell them that Locked On sent you. And she's like, what are you, what? And I, <laughs> I pulled it up on our phone at work and I said, boop, 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 and got her what she needed. And, you know, it's great to uh, support a family business. It's great to <laughs> help a friend when they're in need. And Rock Auto is there for you when you're in need. So head on over to rockauto.com today and use their How Did You Hear About Us box to let them know that Locked On sent you. And Direct TV. They're here for you too, because you know what? We are <laughs> we are very grateful for sponsors who are here to make our lives a little less chaotic. And that is exactly what Direct TV Stream does. Uh, Direct Stream is Direct TV Stream is going to help you get rid of that clutter and confusion and get your TV together. <laughs> You're not gonna need uh, a million different devices, a million different logins, passwords, and you're not going to have to have that awkward conversation when you get into a fight with someone and say, hey, um, did you change the password to this? And then they never answer. You don't have to deal with that with DirecTV Stream. Uh, DirecTV Stream is there for you and you can get together, get it together, get your all your TV needs right there on DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's D-I-R-E-C-T-V dot com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Before I, uh, you know, told you all about those amazing companies, I did, you know, kind of probably have you scratching your head because what on earth could this contract in Minnesota mean for Matthew Kachuk, Johnny Gaudreau, 
and even Andrew Mangiapane, in, in all honesty, um, Brad Tree Living said that, you know, conversations are ongoing with the Gaudreau extension, and we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> it makes me anxious thinking about it. He doesn't seem like the kind of player who w- would chase money. Maybe I'm reading it all wrong, but I really don't think that he's the kind of guy who would just go somewhere because they're offering him more money. I don't, I think he plays hockey because he loves it. He is a hockey kid through and through. It just, he's not like a, I don't know. Like he's not, he's not after the money. He's not here to chase the bag, but I, I also understand if he does, uh, because, you know, if you're a talented hockey player, you're going to go and you're going to play for a contender and, more likely than not, that contender is going to pay you. So I think one of the biggest things that could help in this situation with Gaudreau is obviously keeping that top line together. We saw how well Lindholm, Gaudreau, and Kachuk played together. And in all honesty, I really think that this is what the Flames need to help give them that extra boost. I think that it would put a little confidence under Gaudreau's belt, do I think that, uh, you know, it could give him a little leverage in contract negotiations? Absolutely. As long as things go smooth, I really don't see why they wouldn't. But at the same time, I'm, I, I'm, like, I say I'm anxious about it, but then at the same time, I'm like, oh, I'm not worried. But then I remember how I felt when, like, we were all scrolling through the timeline and it was everybody had just kind of like accepted that Gaudreau was done in Calgary. But I'm just, I'm going to sit here and uh, doomsday prep. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to have to call it because I really don't want to see Gaudreau and Kachuk leave in the same off season. That would be beyond detrimental to this team. And I don't think that many people have really, thought about that. I mean, I haven't really until just now. I think that <laughs> losing two star players uh, in the same offseason is kind of, kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. So we'll have to, uh, you know, wait and see. But I do think if an extension gets done between Kachuk and Johnny, it will be Johnny. And speaking of Kachuk, I just, <laughs> you know, Kaprizov's salary or AAV is $9 million. Okay. So Kachuk has a $9 million qualifying offer. So that's where his, if they, if they extend that qualifying offer, what they do is obviously, um, you know, that that's what his price starts at. And if they don't extend that to him, he can hit the market and shop around, see what out what's out there for him. Or and Calgary and him can still negotiate figures, you know. I think that nine million dollars is a lot for anyone. For anyone. I mean, look at Toronto and how much money they have tied up in a first line. And you know, Elias and Holmes making like four point eight million dollars, I think it is. And it's just it's funny. It's just funny to me that he's making that while there are centers out there making like nine, 10, 11 million bucks. Uh, 
and I know he was just a young kid coming over from Carolina, but it's just ironic. It's just funny to me. But um, I, it, I mean this in the most respectful way. Matthew Kachuk seems like the kind of player who is going where the money is, who is following that bag, unless the Flames are going to be a truly competitive team this year. I don't see him saying, hmm, let me uh, stay here for another six years and take a team-friendly deal. I I don't see that. And that is not a knock to Kachuk personally, to him as a player. You have to do what's best for you at the end of the day. You know, like I... I would leave a sucky job to go make more money elsewhere and contend. You know, maybe that job is like selling cars and I can sell a lot more cars there and make a lot of money and be happy. So if he can go play somewhere where he can score a lot of goals, have success in the playoffs, compete for Stanley Cup, maybe that's what happens. Maybe that's what happens. I don't know. I I would be interested to see if he takes a team-friendly deal. Uh, I don't know if anyone's asked him. I don't think that they would ask him. I, I don't know. It's just it's so hard to really think about because you don't want to think about losing <laughs> Kachuk. You don't want to think about that. And he is an RFA if they extend that qualifying offer. But that is a fat qualifying offer and I don't know what I don't know what the cap space cap space is going to look like so we're gonna have to see we're we're gonna have to see I don't uh necessarily have faith in the front office to get it done but I also don't have faith in Kachuk for saying I think if any of them leave if either of them leave it'll be Kachuk and again, now you're coming up on Mangiapane, um, who is having one heck of a start to his NHL career, and he his contract uh, also is up at the end of this season. And you know he's making a making two seven five, I think, right now or two two five, but that he's worth a lot more than that. And if he can have a repeat of last year, then his agent is going to make sure that he is seeing those dollar signs and he is cashing in on all of them. Do I want him to stay with the Flames? Um, of course. I think that he really has a great – he's a great fit here. He is somebody who – he's a great personality. I mean, we've seen a little bit from Media Day. And I am hopeful – I'm not – I don't want to say, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, I think they, like – part ways. I don't think that they part ways. I, I, I don't. I am under the impression that he will be resigning and, you know, that contract extension gets done. Do I see him as a player who takes a team-friendly deal or a little bit less? Yeah, of course I do. Um, I think that we've seen that with a f- with quite a few players recently. And again, this probably just sounds like I am raging or ragging on Matthew Kachuk, but I promise I'm not. I just, I see him as a kind of player who is here to get his bag, wherever that may be. But I think that Mangiapane is still young. I think that he is willing to, you know, stay here for another few years and try it out. (laughs) He's going to try it out. So, you know, we're going to have to wait and see 
what happens. I think that there are that there's a lot to look forward to. And I think as camp opens, we're going to see more. I don't know. You know what? For all we know, a, a contract could have already gotten done for a good draw. And tree living is just lying. And they're going to announce it once camp opens tomorrow. Okay? I don't know. Listen, I am just shooting off ideas here. I am just remaining hopeful. <laughs> but, again, that's all you can do. You can remain... It's not very fun being a negative hockey fan and a negative hockey commentator because when you, yes, you can point out the negatives, but trying to still see the positive through those negatives is a lot more fun. And that's how you have to look at it with the Flames because there is a lot, a lot of mediocrity here. And uh, especially the offseason, I really don't know what was going on. And you just kind of, you have to take it all with a grain of salt and just kind of get over it. Or like, you have to just kind of set your mind up for like, keep your expectations low. And that's why, like, when I talk about these contract negotiations and contract extensions, I'm not sitting here saying like, guys, like it's going to happen. Like Kachuk and Kachuk are going to sign. Like they're going to do like, they're going to sign on the same day. And like, they're going to have like this photo shoot. Like it's going to be so cool. So classy. So like, no, because I don't, I, if I have these high expectations, I will remain disappointed. But if I keep the bar low, whoa, whoa, <laughs> uh, we can just, you know, kind of just keep things neutral and get things going. So coming up next, we're going to talk about some injuries and some updates on injuries as well as some good news. Uh, but first, let's talk about Built Bar. You guys know that I do love my Built Bars. Got word that we are getting a new package of Built Bars for this month, and they are going to be including a new flavor, and I'm very excited. <laughs> and this is a, it's called chocolate, or sorry, cookie dough crunch. Yeah, cookie dough crunch. And I, oh, if there's one thing I can do, it's eat raw cookie dough. <laughs> I, that's why I love the holidays and baking, because you, but you can do that. You can live that experience with this protein bar and not have to worry about salmonella. You're, you don't have to worry about your calories, your carbs anything because it's healthy for you. It's a great protein bar, great source of protein, great source of fiber. And, you know, you don't have to worry about those carbs because there's only about four to five uh, carbs per bar and four to five grams of sugar. So it's a great, it's a great thing. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. So head on over to built.com today and sign up don't sign up. We're not signing up for anything. <laughs> Head on over to build.com and of course use promo code LOCKED15 to earn 15% off of your next order of Built Bars. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order at built.com. What's up guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. 
Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. So, uh, we kind of had that prospect battle of Alberta thing going on at the Saddle Dome this weekend. And unfortunately, the Flames, they, they split the, the series, if you will. It was one uh, one win, one loss. And Connor Zari, unfortunately, left the game rather early on yesterday after blocking a shot. And it looked to be his left foot and ankle that that's got to be painful. I mean, I I don't do well with pain. I can't imagine taking a uh, you know a hockey puck going pretty fast at your foot and blocking it. That's bless y'all who can do that because it's not for me. But good news is that he's day to day. You know, you got to look at things with some optimism. It's not um, week to week. It's not indefinite. They offered us some sort of an update, and especially where it was as quick as it was, it doesn't lead me to believe it was a break. Uh, you know, it could just be really bad bruising. And I think if it was a break, they would have announced it. They would have said, hey, uh, Connor Zari to miss six to eight weeks with a fractured ankle or whatever medical terms they wanted to use. Uh, you know, that's just that, that's just that is just my opinion, okay? That's just my opinion. <laughs> and Monahan will be ready for camp tomorrow. So they they are really opening up camp strong. They have Sean Monahan, who has the potential to be a 30-goal scorer if he remains healthy. Gaudreau's back. Kachuk's back. Blake Coleman's here. Zadorov's here. The gang's all here. And as of right now, they have not released a roster for training camp. I know that some teams have. They put it out on Twitter. (laughs) The Bruins accidentally left off one of their defensemen. And then they had to delete the graphic and press release once people realized it. Uh, It's a little funny, honestly, because if you don't know, John Moore hasn't really played much in his time in Boston because of needing surgery or being scratched, needing more surgeries. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess he's pretty forgettable. I kind of forgot he was on the team until someone said something, but I believe this is his last year in the contract. Hopefully no one else. Ahem, Calgary, I'm looking at you, uh, decides to pick him up, but that's all I have for you today. Um, we are back to five days a week. Five. One, two, three, four, five days a week here at Locked On Flames. And going to still be working on incorporating all this video stuff. And <laughs> hopefully it's a little bit better than last time. But thank you all so much for tuning in. You can find me on Twitter at Belmosto. I'm pointing to it on YouTube. I've always wanted to do that. And you can find the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So Spotify, Apple, Odyssey, um, Amazon, Audible, anything, anything, wherever you want. (laughs) So again, thank you all so much. And I will 
catch y'all on Wednesday, and we will most definitely catch up on that training camp. Bye-bye. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.